You are now tuned into the DFPN, the Datfilin Podcast Network. This is the Fuck You Want Me podcast. up good peoples you already know what time it is mr fuck you want me in this thing brought to you by dfpn that feeling podcast network shout out to all the sponsors man um special shout out to all of the subscribers to the patreon and to the band camp uh we really appreciate y'all rocking with us and, and and continuing the vibe and uh I'm probably going to be plugging the band camp a little bit more, as I probably should anyway. Um, just because I'm about to have some shit up there in a second. <laughs> Shameless personal plug, you know what I'm saying? But still, um, uh, your boy Mark Socks, man, he dropped uh, the, the, uh, the Thank You Project. Um, I think like right around the Christmas holiday. Um, so that's up there and available. You know what I mean? For y'all to go ahead and dig into. Um, as well as um, my, my, all of our projects, my projects, uh, all of the, the, um, the Dat Fillin um, albums, you know, from the whole squad, these two of them we've done so far. Um, East Middies, Before You Get Home, uh, DJ 110, um, the Den Master Mixtape. Um, you know, even some of the joints that are out on the streaming network, like they have hidden songs on them, or extra songs, I shouldn't say hidden, extra songs that are included on the Bandcamp one. You know, just because, you know, for the people that's paying $3 a month, you know what I mean, and and, and continue to pay, because it's been demonstrated that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, everybody don't want to keep paying $3 a month, you know what I'm saying? Which is fun. I ain't knocking the hustle, as my homegirl told me. Shit, it's my three dollars. <laughs> she got a great point. You know what I'm saying? She got a great point. So, you know, it is what it ain't. I guess. You know what I'm saying? But um, I actually had a mixtape that I had done, um, man, a lot of years ago. It's called Proof of Life Volume One, and uh, I decided to bring that concept back. And uh, go ahead and get into the volume two. So that'll probably be the next thing that you will see coming from your boy. I do got a very special, special album that I'm working on. Um, and I ain't going to say nothing else about it because that's, uh, you know, announcements are overrated. And I do want to kind of give it its just due, you know what I'm saying, once it's ready. So 
Um, it was crazy is I had even planned, or should I say I had not planned to really do much music today, let alone any projects or anything like that um, this year. But, you know, inspiration comes as it do, and we all got to kind of live with it <laughs> and uh, make sure we take advantage of it um, when we get it. So, But uh, my guest has shown up, so we're going to go ahead and get him in. Um, it's a rapper by the name Substance 810. Uh, we're going we gonna to get familiar with him, talk to him, build with him. And, uh, you know, do what Mr. Fuck you want me to do. You know what I'm saying? So let me, let me get him in here, and then we're going to go and get started. Me? Yo, peace. I can hear you now. All good, all good. I hear you good. Yo, we already got got the show underway. You know what I'm saying? I'm let me first, you know, let you know I appreciate your time, man. Your patience, man. My bad. You know how it be, dog. Work, whatever. Like shit, shit go longer than it's supposed to. And then you know everything get pushed back. You know what I mean? It's all love, bro. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. So how how, how you doing today, bro? And I'm good, man. Just uh down here in the studio doing a few things and normal day, really. Mm. Well, for me, yeah. Fridays is probably different for most people. Mm -hmm. You know? Got you. Got you. Do you know today Thursday, bro? See, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's a perfect example right there. <laughs> I'm right. over here feeling like I'm feeling like it's Friday, man. Right, right. I think I wish every day felt like Friday. You know what I'm saying? It's Friday Eve. <laughs> right, right, right. More than enough reason to celebrate something. You know what I mean? Don't mind me over here looking down. I'm over here just rolling weed up, bro. Oh, bro, I already peed game. already peed game. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do over here. Mr. Fuck You On Me show, bro. We post something. You know what I'm saying? Sip good. Smoke good. Word. So you... You at home, you know what I'm saying? But uh, man, that's so, all, you know, I want to check in with you, you know what I'm saying? 2020 crazy year, right? And uh, we had the craziness happen at the Capitol, bro. So, you know what I mean? I just want to check on you, Holmes. How you feeling? You good? As far as that's, that's concerned? Yeah. Man, I mean, it's, it's wild, man, because I remember going to the barbershop the next day mm -hmm. and I get my hair cut by some Chaldean cats. And they was like, uh, Oh, I'm embarrassed. It's so embarrassing. And huh. I ain't really, I don't know, man. I don't really feel embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Too much. I'm just kind of like, all right, well, now y'all don't really have much to say in regards to, like, certain races of people showing their ass and huh. what, what one group of people will do and what, what one don't. You know what I mean? I'm like, y'all, it's in, it's in history. Like, yeah. Some more to lie. I mean, man, it's gonna be in the history books forever. Like they was climbing walls and and, do, and doing everything you could possibly do. I don't think our people would never do nothing like that. Absolutely not. And that's the crazy part, right? We we get branded as super predators and evil and violent by nature, but we seem to be able to have the most peaceful protests. Like the only time them shits get hectic is when the police be over overdoing it. You know what I mean? We yeah. don't even. Like we just trying to get our message heard, you know what I mean? And and it's, it's so ingrained in us that you know the best way for us to get our message heard is to not be violent. 
because if you're violent, you somehow feeding into their stereotypes and it, it turn everybody off, you know what I'm saying? Which I think is just a trick from them so that we don't beat their ass for the fuck shit they done pulled since forever, you know what I mean? I do too, bro. <laughs> it's like a subliminal mind trick or something, like Jedi right. mind trick. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, it's a catch-22. Huh. You know? Like how I agree so? with you, though. Like they, don't want you to, so? they don't want you to be violent, but then, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a weird thing in general. Was you about to say something else? No, no. I mean, it was just, you know, man, I, for me, bro, <laughs> it's like, like you said, you can't really say anything now. Like, it, it's been demonstrated and so close together. You got all of these protests that happened over Black Lives Matter, what have you, throughout the year. And then, you know what I'm saying? And they demonizing us and all that shit for just trying to tell motherfuckers we deserve to breathe. And then you turn around and you got white motherfuckers that ain't doing shit but throwing a political tantrum, bro. Like, they yep. asked wasn't dead, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't dying in the streets. The motherfuckers wasn't, you know what I'm saying, out here fucked up, being oppressed, you know what I mean? And you just you just mad. And so you gonna go throw a tantrum at the Capitol. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what white motherfucker could say anything to a nigga after that. You know what I mean? Like, no, that was like Pure direction from their leader, man. Right. Right. And it was crazy. It was crazy because, like, I'll be honest, say this. Um, I work like where I work, and the owner of the company, like, they're for Trump. You know what I mean? Uh. But they don't like push it on people. But they like. I remember throughout the year, it wasn't in a racist way, but like protests would happen, and they'd be like, "Man, I just want to understand." Cause I just don't get like why do people loot and and why do people like you know just destroy things and you know I get why they're mad but why why do things the businesses got to get hurt and so on and so forth there was all these questions and mm -hmm. all this like uh, you know a bunch of talk and a bunch of conversation to be had supposedly from them right and I remember when this happened bro I didn't hear nothing not a fucking word right still haven't heard anything from nobody. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm, I'm calling people not because of that, but just because of other reasons. And I'm like, people don't even want to pick up the phone. And right. it's ironic. I don't, I don't think that's why, but it's like, it's been very quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It's been eerily quiet. You know what I'm saying? Very you know, quiet. I, not, all of the, all the people had all the things to say about what black folks was doing. And it's like, once it switch over, ain't nobody got nothing to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> nothing at all, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ironic too, man. Right. I almost want to call, like, I almost feel, it's, and it's weird because, like, Catch-22, I almost feel like a hypocrite to call one of my uh, Caucasian co-workers and be like, well, um, yeah. remember you had X, Y, and Z to say about mm. this event, that event, like, let's mm -hmm. discuss this. No, I'm just saying no, you know, <laughs> like, like that. They, they right. always would do it, man. No, no, I'm not, no. You know, I just want to discuss. I just want to understand, you know understand, what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I think I might want to have an understanding on Monday, man. Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? <laughs> I just want to understand, like. Bro, I want to. Coming from a place of pure understanding. <laughs> and, they, and they'd be sarcastic, too, like, not in a rude way. It's weird how they do it. They're professional at it. They've been doing it their whole lives. It's different for me, like, to be in a position mm. where I finally can... It's like I'm not happy about that happening, but it does... Uh, 
I'm not going to like rub it in, but it does feel good to kind of sit back and just be like, watch it unfold. Like, because it's, it's just very ironic, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And you just never seen very it ironic. before. Like, like I remember it was talking about, I was like, so you telling me a mob of white Trump supporters is clashing with the police? Nigga, that shit sound like entertainment to me. You know what I'm saying? What kind of get a front row seat to the show? And the crazier thing about it, like, the police were opening gates for him, and they were still mm -hmm. taking selfies with the police. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it was, like, surreal, man. Yeah. Yeah. He but, was literally up there saying, we're going to go march on the Capitol. Like, right, even like, afterwards, right. he said, like, this is just the beginning. Right. <laughs> it, these people are crazy, man. <laughs> like, it's the internet. The internet won't let you miss nothing. I don't even got cable. I don't got the newspaper, nothing. Uh -huh. I see it all on the internet, man. You know what I mean? Like, Hell yeah. I remember as soon as it got done, he was up there looking apologetic. He couldn't finish his speech without saying that it, it just was just beginning. Right, right. Because he, he with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't even want to get out there and demonize it. Like, he want to tell their ass to turn up, really. Yeah. I mean, I hope he gets some type of charges, man. That would be the only, like, thing that would make this, um, like, feel like it was, like, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's been a long presidency. Facts. I feel like there got to be some type of closure. Yeah. Like, him getting some type of charges would be closure to all of this. Yeah. A, a little bit, at least. Came up heal it but make you feel better about it and see right. him get go to jail or get some type of something yeah yeah i highly doubt it though you know what i'm saying history history tells us ain't gonna shake with that nigga bro <clears throat> Didn't he, he got impeached though right i mean yeah i mean they talked about it i, I don't know that they have any real movement on it though like that was the, I, I seen like them talking about it that one day, I, I guess they're trying to make a case to, to move forward with impeachment proceedings, but I don't know that they doing it. It's not gonna happen, man. Yeah, they just gonna let it's it. Crazy, he gonna get all the benefits. He gets like a million dollars to travel every year and 200,000 in pension and, see, uh, you know, secret service full time for the rest of his life. Right. All of these things. Right. That's crazy. I didn't even think about that. But you're absolutely right. He gets all that. Yeah. Like, like, you know, he was talking about pardoning himself for whatever charges he got pending, you know what I'm saying, from other shit. You know what I'm saying? That nigga was like, can I pardon myself? <laughs> Is that in my yeah, purview? that should be like, man. <laughs> that, that should, should be definitely right? be against the law, man. Right. But you know, it is what it ain't, bro. You know what I'm saying? But man, I'm, I'm glad you, you know, only he was say that. <laughs> like, you, um, even with 2020 being crazy, I seen like, like you had a pretty, pretty busy year, man. You dropped a couple projects. Um, the definition of, I know I seen that one, I actually was listening to that one earlier today, and um. Not early to earlier tonight, because I was first listening to chess pieces, and I probably listened to chess pieces like three or four times. That shit. Thank you. It's tough. It's tough. I seen Thank that you. shit came out. Well, first, like 
like why chess pieces like I, like with the titles and everything like you had like the chess motif going on what was the what, what was your goal with the project so that joint um that was produced by my dude chuck chan he's uh he's up in Ole in new york upstate new york mm -hmm. so um like western new york so i think we met it's funny man because we met time that COVID happened february and uh, we was talking in messages and shit like that. Mm -hmm. We started building on the album. And um, what I did was I came up with, I don't even know why I even went with the chess theme. I, I'm trying to think how it started. Mm -hmm. I think uh, we had the cover art okay. with the movie, like the movie Fresh is just classic for me. Okay. And we had the cover art and we decided on the cover art, like, yeah, that's the art for sure. And I think from then, once I knew it was going to be fresh and we was going to call it Chess Pieces, uh, okay. I wanted to just tie it all together. I wanted the titles to be chess and I wanted the skits to be from the movie. And like, I ain't, I've, I've never really done a conceptual album before. Like, that was my first conceptual type of joint. Okay. But I really wanted to drive the point home. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I'm a fan of chess, too. I love chess. Facts. Facts. Same here. I, I love it as well. I think any, it kind of come with the territory one with MCing, it's like in hip hop, like if you, if you grew up on like Wu-Tang at all, you know what I'm saying? Like, how could you not? Like Rizza Pub the fuck out of chess. He was like, like the one black person that I thought was cool that played chess. You know what I'm saying? It was actually cause, because of that shit, I fucking played chess in, um, in school. You know what I mean? I agree. So like, yeah, that shit. They that taught shit. me that them parks existed in New York. Like, I didn't know that type of stuff was cool to go to and sit down and people would really, like, play it, like, you right. know, how people be competitive in video games or, or basketball or something. I didn't know it was cool like that either. Huh. Exactly. So, like, yeah, that's how that came about, man. And um, that's, that's pretty much how me and him connected. Like, we ended up actually meeting in person, like, uh, uh, chess pieces released in September, and I want to say. Now I'm trying to think if I kicked it with him on. Yeah, we, it was before. Check the chess pieces released in September, and I want to say it was talking a lot in February, and I might have drove down there to New York in like July or August, and like picked out the rest of the beats and stuff like that, and then I came back home and got in my studio and finished everything. You know what I'm saying? Then we released it later. So we actually met in person and everything since like that. Like there's a lot of cats that I work with online that I haven't actually met physically, but we met physically though. Okay, dope. Dope. So so where you are, are you like the A one O thing? Like is that a is that a part of New York? I'm I'm from Michigan. Okay. Yep, yep. I'm from Michigan, man. I grew up in a place called Port Huron, Michigan. It's right across the border from a, a place called Sarnia, Ontario. It's right across from Canada. Oh, wow. So okay. I, I currently live right outside of Detroit because I never, like, I got the utmost love for Detroit. Just never, I never lived there. I never grew up there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always just appreciated Detroit for what it was. But um, the 810 is like, I used to go for substance by the longest, but there's a lot of different substance names on the streaming platform. So I had to differentiate somehow. Ah, uh, okay. I was gonna actually- Put that 810 on the end and everything, everything was good then. You know what yeah. I mean? Everything searched up pro proper at that time. So, plus it's like, that's the area code for back home in Port Huron. Right. So 
You know what I mean? Okay. And so why why substance? Like like I know I, I know you said on one of your joints where um, I think it might be a write up um, where it was just like that's like like your music is 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 substance is is substantive I guess I should say you know what I mean like you put emphasis on talking about something you know what I mean like is that is that something that came with the music or is that just how you was as a person before you even picked up the mic? I mean, I definitely always been like that as far as like, I've been an emotion on my sleeves type of person. Mm-hmm. You know, I always been um, willing to be honest about like how I feel. And my name actually used to be something different. Mm-hmm. And it came a, a point in time where like, like uh, I had to change my name because of like some legal reasons. So I had to pick a new name. This was like, um, this was like 2008. I put out my very first album in 2006 under the name Tech. Okay. And then, you know, there's this Smith and Wesson, obviously. Yeah. Tech yeah. is still. And uh, I, this was like my first experience ever of somebody in the industry hit me up. I remember it was like 2007. And uh, I, I dropped that album. I don't even know how the hell Drew High up there at Duck Down even fucking came across me, dog. Right. But he just emailed me like, yo, your shit's dope. If you ever get out there here in New York, like we don't want there to be no confusion, you know what I mean? Like tech uh-huh. is still. And I didn't even know. I was I was like obviously young as hell back in 2007. Like I ain't even know. Yeah. I knew about Smith and Wesson, but I didn't know Tech and Steel. They they respective names. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I had to think of a name. And I always like one letter names that describe who I am. And um I really just made a choice and an oath at that time, like, yo, I'm gonna be substance and the music is gonna have substance in it. But I wanted to do it in ways that made it obvious and like real personable, you know what I'm saying? Be willing yeah. to talk about stuff that like other artists may not be like, you know, reveal parts of myself that real, real vulnerable stuff. You know what I mean? I feel that touches the listener like deeper. Huh. You know? So like, give, give me an example of like, like where you get, like have you ever wrote a song that you was like, man, this kind of too personal, I'm being too honest, and still decided to go with it? Yeah, I've done that a couple times, for sure. Really? Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I mean, back in the day, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'll make a couple, like, uh, I guess, there, there's probably a lot of rappers who, like, like have some relationship joints where they go too deep and they look back like, damn, I went, I, you know, I went, I went real deep. So I, I've had those joints like about relationships with women. Okay. But I mean, I even remember that joint on the, um, on a definition, mm-hmm. a song called Dark Clouds. Um, mm. That's really just like one long verse of pain. Like it got kind of a hook in there or whatnot. But right. I remember when I wrote that that joint, it was like hard to record it. And mm-hmm. I remember being in the booth, like recording it a few times. And it was one of the, the only songs where I had to keep doing the takes because I kept getting choked up. Mm. Like, I remember my like, my body wasn't getting tight, but like, I don't know, it was weird feelings, man. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of emotions with the song. Cause I'm talking about everything, like from my daughter being autistic and not being able to speak and mm-hmm. making transitions in life and obtaining stuff, but still not being totally happy yeah. inside really. And it's, it's a deep song, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it's therapeutic to me, like to like, admit certain things come to term with certain things within the music 
and 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 leave it there forever like and it's kind of like you just it, i get it out you know what yeah. i mean like and i've had a lot of people tell me like that it helped them you know what i mean like on a personal level so i i, I made a choice to be like all right i'm gonna focus on that and do that more hmm. you know mm -hmm. yeah i think like you know what i'm saying because like I, I write you know what i'm saying and rap and all that shit as well <clears throat> and I think that's like one of the hardest things to do. Like it's it's easy to talk shit and kind of flex and all that. Like and and it feel good, you know what I'm saying? Um yep. but yep. like like really getting like digging into like the human condition, right? Because we, we it's like as you get older, you understand, even though like your specific uh experiences may be specific to you, we all going through shit, right? And everybody got a story of some fucked up shit that happened, right? And so it's like you know on the level that if you really tap into that, you gonna reach something, you see what I'm saying? But at the yep. same time, it's like, especially being a black man, it's like, man, I can't put that bravado down for a second, man. Like, like I don't want you playing with me. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like- I think that like, that's kind of like what Roy said about the, the stigma with, uh, you know how he was talking about with black people in therapy and stuff mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. That kind, That's kind of like the same thing. You know, I didn't feel and show, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. said, way more challenging to do that. The braggadocio rap is easy, like you said. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but talking about something of merit and, 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 and reaching down inside, like, it's, 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 it, it's, it's harder to do and it requires more effort for me personally when I uh -huh. write it. Uh -huh. I've been trying to write more stories too. Like, I just wrote a story joint today. I've been trying to get back to more storytelling, you know what I'm saying? Because I think that's a real important part of hip hop and like that's that's another thing that separate writers too yeah because a lot of people can spit bars you know and rap and put words together but when it come to writing real songs and displaying real emotion and telling stories and stuff i think that's the stuff that really make an mc yeah you know i agree i agree yeah. it's i mean because like and it and actually you being from michigan i'd be interested on your take on this you know what i'm saying like like you know here lately it's been a lot of debate on Eminem's status in rap, right? Because of the type of music that he does. I think we've all agreed that technically as a rapper, the shit that he do is dope, right? Um, but the thing that I struggle with personally is like, I don't have any classic material that isn't solely about the technique. I don't have anything that really spoke to me, maybe like the earliest stuff you know, Stan or whatever, or the way I am even. But like now, it seemed to me like he's still trying to prove the niggas that he could rap, as opposed to like really giving us something of substance, you know what I'm saying? And so like for you, does that take away? Like if, if a nigga could rap his ass off, but you don't walk away with it with nothing, then is, it, is he lesser of an MC in terms of how you view that shit? I think me personally, it, it cut like it. It comes down to a lot of different factors, mm -hmm. and like because I'll take into account like I'll, I'll look at the artist and take into account like their tone of voice. Okay. Like what type of projects they typically put out, and and then I'll think about like what the lyrics are usually about like so when i look at somebody like eminem mm -hmm. 
I, I, I honestly don't like put him on a pedestal personally like I used to. Mm, okay. He can still he can still rap his ass off, but like right. there's a disconnect for me. Like I don't I don't, I haven't related to his songs for a really long time. Yeah, that's a fact. And I'm not Dang. typically I'm just not personally impressed by like double time rap. Uh-huh. Like for the most part, like if I'm gonna listen to double time rap, I guess what would impress me would be somebody like Twister. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. <laughs> I just don't like, and, and his voice kind of got a, like a nasally sound to it with all due respect. Yeah. But when you got that type of voice and the majority of your content is like that, it make it hard, bro. Mm. Like, it, it make it really hard to put you, to, to keep you up on that, in that GOAT category like that. You know what I'm saying? When you got people like Kendrick Lamar and, and Jay and Nas and Right. And, uh, you know, like, just so damn versatile and, and, and really feeding the culture and coming with stuff that make you go like, wow, like, you know, like Eminem ain't never rap backwards, man. Like, I feel like, I, you know, Nas made a song about, like, come being a gun, like, yeah, just certain things that just like, I yeah. don't know, man, you know what I mean? He do what he do and he do it well, but mm -hmm. I think he kind of just on that crutch and some people can't reinvent themselves in a way that's like oh that's fresh right because you've seen him reinvent himself yeah most know? like kind of like how timberland reinvent himself yeah but it's not like when pharrell reinvents himself oh uh. pharrell reinvent himself and you'd be like that's interesting. oh that shit is actually fly right <laughs> they do it and you like i see what you're doing but it's like snoop it's like i see what you're doing but that's not really right hitting like that <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? like, absolutely absolutely it's a hard thing to put into words dog but that's how i feel about it personally mm. like that's how i perceive that you know I, I fully agree with that i think I, I think like once you demonstrate that you can do it from a capability perspective then all right we can now all move together into why should i listen to you what are you giving me what are you feeding me you know what i'm saying um and that matters as an MC, especially an MC that's been doing it as long as he's been doing it. You know yep. what I mean? But then, like, let's go flip side, right? So I call, like, just, like, when you around niggas that rap, you know what I'm saying? And, like, really be, like, busting down bars and trying to get every metaphor and connection and all of that, like, um, niggas be having what I call guilty pleasures, right? Where it's like, a nigga might say, man, I fuck with Lil Baby. Or I fuck with Gunna, you know what I'm saying? Like these is dudes that don't really do the MC part of it, but they still rocking, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you have any of them type of dudes that you fuck with that give you something? You yeah. know, what I mean? if it ain't nothing, if it ain't nothing but style or something, you know what I mean? It, it's funny you. It's, it's it's so funny that you describe it like that in the way that you came into it, cause my homie was like. I told my homie before I did the definition in chess pieces, I was like, man, I'm kind of just, I just feel like being selfish. Like, I just want to just do the hip hop that I love and just do some dirty ass shit, like majority uh. of bars and just, it just, you know. So like, I've been on that like real hard and I'm trying to like mix it up like I told you. Yeah. But it's funny cause my son, like my son, my son's turning 18 soon. Okay. So we, we listen to music together all the time. Yeah, and same. I got, bro, I got a few, I got a few guilty pleasures, man. Like I fuck with um, 
This episode is brought to you in part by Audio Swim. Go to audioswim.com today and upload your tracks for as little as $5 a track. Premier Element UAE. Go to www.premierelement.com and get your representation. They don't do just music, they do sports as well. And also, get the plugs. Go to www.gettheplugs.com. Enter in code INT15 on checkout and you will get a 15% discount. Oh, and you don't have to pay for them up front. They also accept Suzzle. Now back to the show. I'm trying to think a couple, maybe two, maybe three names of, of, of the rappers that he liked that I actually like. Okay. Like, I like, I like Roddy Rich. Mm. Mm-hmm. I fuck with I fuck with a, a, a few Roddy Rich joints, and, mm-hmm. and I like the the young nigga Polo G, that my son like too. I, I like his shit too. <laughs> okay. I fuck with his shit too. You know Word. what I'm saying? I, I could probably think of maybe one or two more, but like I like their joints. They do real melodic type joints. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're not they're not mumbling, man. They got nice harmony, bro. They they know how to write. The yeah. beats hitting. I mean, um, I ain't gonna sit around and like put it in the playlist every day. But when right. it come on, I'm not going to turn it off. And when we taking a ride, me and he banging, I'm grooving to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everything got its, everything got its part. And there's some of them young cats who really know what they're doing. Like, Little Baby is a good-ass artist, bro. Yeah, he is. Like, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I was, like, I was, yeah, I was, like, niggas was, um, we did a 2020 rundown, like, our favorite albums, and niggas was complaining that, uh, like, like, they knew people who had Little Baby in the conversation for, like, best album. And it's like, I mean, I wouldn't say it was the best album, but I totally understand. Like, his body of work, his bodies of work are really dope, really entertaining listeners. Yeah, man, for sure. Like, it come down to what you like. I mean, and, and that's like, that's rap to me too. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I'll say that too. Mm-hmm. You know, something like Lil Baby, that's, that's more like, I look at everything in hip hop and rap. Ah, I do the same. That's like rap to me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. hip hop is like the Nas and the Jay-Z and even Eminem. See, Eminem is like rap to me now. Yeah, oh, that is interesting. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's the best way to say that. <laughs> that's the best way to say that, though. You know what I mean? Like, for okay. real. Eminem. For real, he's like he's, he's he's like he's like he's like more more rap than he is hip hop. Even though he's still hip hop, he's he's more in the, he's more like a rap to, rapper to me now. Like, mm-hmm. But when you see him like do like a BET cipher with Royce the Five Nine, you like damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I wish all the album joints could be like that. You know how like when Lloyd Banks make a mixtape, ah uh, yes, and then you you hear the album and you like damn, you should have put the, like. Yeah. They out for the album. Yes. <laughs> That's how I feel about M, bro. Like, but I feel like I feel like Royce the Five Nine a better rapper than M, man. Yeah, I agree. In my personal opinion, like hundred percent, hands down, yeah. hands down. Like mm-hmm. I, I got Royce. For me, in terms of like when I put it all together, like an MC, the quintessential, like is Royce every time. Like to me, Royce is like the pinnacle of some shit that like. Big Daddy Kane or Rakim started. You know what I'm saying? It's like when when that shit is fully re- realized, it sounds like Royce. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, I I think 
like voice and black thought is like right there right in my right in my head when i think okay so hold on let's get it because actually i had this on deck so like this is something i've been struggling with this is gonna be the first time i'm gonna talk about it publicly you know what i'm saying and me and my man mark like like it's actually his fault he put the thought in my head so where does Black Thought rank to you in terms of MCs? Like, I know you, you said you right there with Royce. So we talking like 1A, 1B? I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy, man, thinking about Black Thought because, like, he's like, to me, in my mind, he's like, I don't even, like, want to even slight him and call him, like, a sleeper. But he's like this anomaly in a sense of he was in the roots so long. Mm-hmm. And you knew he was fire and you knew who he was, but he was so a part of the roots so long that when he really just separated and started going hard as Black Thought, he was even more fire. But it's like mm-hmm. I always, he's not, on, he's not on the top of my mind when I think about great MCs for some reason. But as soon as I see a freestyle or somebody bring up his name, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck am I thinking? Like, right. <laughs> and I don't, I, don't, I don't know why, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I think it's because he's, he's real recluse too. He don't do a lot of interviews and he don't drop a lot of music videos and you don't really see him a lot. You know what I mean? Like he's not on social media a lot. Yeah. Like, like when I seen this tiny desk performance, I'm like, fuck, every time I see him, I'm like, yo, this, where, yo, you know what I mean? Like, it's like a reminder, you know? Right. But, um, I, I, I mean, man, in terms of, um, I don't know. It's, it's it's hard, man. Him and Royce like neck and neck to me, bro. Because mm. you've heard them on songs before together, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. Have you heard that father? Figure? It's hard to say who had the best verse and shit. Like, yeah, you heard that father figure with with, with it's both of them and uh, the Toby guy was it's, it's Toby's song, Toby and Good Nigway or something like that. I ain't pronouncing it right, but uh, the tragedy this guy. I heard it. Okay, I, I'm I'm kind of like I don't want to even feel like I'm hating. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I, I love what he I love what he's doing like the 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 theme of his music and same colors same type of scenery and, and it's just kind of like I see it on the feed every day and I'm kind of just like I want to see something new man yeah like, like all the joints is like you know in that in that spot and right. I don't know it's dope the first one I seen it I was like this is the freshest shit I've seen in a fucking long time but it's like. We see it a lot now because they they blowing up so heavy. You know what I mean? Like exactly, exactly. And I really wasn't. I don't know why that that joint really didn't like. It ain't really knock my socks off like that. Really, the fuck? It's, 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 I mean, it's crazy. Just that, not to say they wasn't spitting. They was going crazy. You right. know what I'm saying like. I got you. you. Know? I, so then, so here's the thing, bro. With Black Dog, it's exactly like you said. Every time you see him. And you and he doing his thing, you like, oh yeah, he one of the greatest to ever do it. But my nigga, the moment he leaves your view, he gone. So then like what does that say about like the stick to your rib bars? You know what I'm saying? Like, does Black Thought not have stick to your rib bars? Cause I listen, I can't quote a Black Thought rhyme right now. Not one. I can't either. <laughs> but he's so fucking complex too. Right. Yes, he is. I think I think that I think that works against some some MCs, man. I think when you're recluse and you're complex, mm. 
it can, it can, you can be lost on people. You can be easily not even forgotten, but you could just like easily, easily overlook. Like, yeah. you know, like almost like a a good ass book. Mm -hmm. But it's like it re it requires effort for you to read it. You know what I'm saying? So you'll yeah. pass over it for that other good read type of thing. You know what I mean? Like. Right. When every time you see the book, you're like, oh shit, man, I need to get back. Like, yo, that's a great ass book. Yeah. You know, but it's challenge it's, it's it's challenging. So it's like you gotta be in the mood to digest it. You know what I mean? Like he's definitely one of them cats I gotta be in the mood to be wanna listen to him, be on the highway and just be riding out and be like, yo, I just wanna hear let's hear this nigga going crazy. Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? Which is why I'm I'm so glad he putting out the music that he's putting out now, just the music I've always wanted from Black Dog. I, I mean, I love what he did with The Roots, but I just felt like the 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 live band part of it, the musicianship part of it, it was kind of like right next to him, you know what I'm saying? And so I couldn't really get all of the Black that I wanted. And so now I get to hit this nigga rock over producers, you know what I'm saying, and really get busy. But yeah, yep. just don't stick to a nigga. But I, I'll never be the nigga to say that he ain't top. I mean... Every like you say, every time you hear him, he he crazy with it. You know what I mean? So who's who's your who's your top five currently? If I if I may ask, like right now today? Yeah. Huh. All right. So like live living. Royce is, is number one. Um, I would probably put Black Thought number two. Um, number three, I got Lil Wayne. Number four, probably Kendrick. And number five, Drake. To hear these episodes completely ad-free, go to www.patreon.com slash podcast. Subscribe today for as little as $3 and you will get all these episodes ad-free. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash podcast. Now enjoy the rest of the show. I never, uh, people usually have a much different list. Yeah. Look, Lil Wayne um, actually catapulted into my top and he kicked out Nas. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know people be like, what, nigga? <laughs> but, nigga, I got, I got, first of all, I consider Lil Wayne the greatest entertaining rapper of all time. There is no more entertaining rapper over the span of a career than Lil Wayne. And his impact on the culture, he probably exceeds everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got entire generations of rappers that are little, little Lil Wayne stands, like Lil Clones, you know what I mean? All the Lil's and like, from the swag to the presentation, bro, it's... It's like, I mean, he's more impactful on hip hop than Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? When you look at what it looks like and what it sounds like today, come on, man, it's white. Yeah, I can agree with that. Hmm. It's, it, it'd, be, it'd be hard for me when, in my, like, when I'm thinking of in my top five to like, it's weird, like I'll be, I'll be really stubborn on personal preference, like. Mm -hmm over impact and stuff like that mm. Mm. you know what i mean like i think i think cats that 
but I can tell that you're not have like biased on impact either because like I feel like cats that are biased on impact like put people like KRS one and right and other cats in their top five where it's like they they dope as hell but they it's not top five to me, you know what I'm saying? There's so many MCs, bro, it's hard. Like, top five, like, yeah. damn, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, it'd be hard to to narrow it down. Like, you'd be having to explain your criteria before you can kind of really get into your list, you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. niggas are knock your list down all over the place, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, do you have a top five, like, that you run with? Or, you know what I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, um... And it'd be we talking alive, right? Currently, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd probably say my top five would be Jay, Nas, Kendrick. I'm trying to think who would round out my other two, man, off the top of my head. Big Pun. He ain't alive. Sorry, Big Pun's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, cause it, it it get it get hard for me like when we talk right. living. So um, let's go. But, but I'm interested in, in the so so you got big point in your top five dead dead or alive. For sure, for me, yeah. I remember when I heard that. Uh, every night before bed, I see a VP shot off the board head above. That, yeah. Man, packing the mac in the back of the act of the all, all that when he was flipping words like that, I was just like, right. Right. I remember being like, what the fuck? Like, this was not doing that, bro. Man, he changed rhyming for me, man. Like, yeah. Big Pun got to be in my top five, personally, for sure. He's one of the few people that I would just listen to his rhymes over and over and over and over and over and over, like, analyzing the words and shit. I'm trying to think who would be my fifth, man. Um, yo, you know what? Honestly, man, I think I, I think I give it to, like, man, it's hard between, like, like DMX and Jada Kiss, bro. Really? In your top five, bro? Impactful for me? Yeah. Uh -huh. Really? Huh? Yeah, bro, because I, 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 so I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm an 80s baby, right? You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I, grew up, I, I was born in 84. So when I was in high school, the locks, Money, Power, Respect just came out. Yeah. Flesh yeah. of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood just came out. Okay. Bro, that shit was like yeah. life anthems for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's what I think about when I'm thinking top fives. I don't be thinking like the culture as a whole. I'll be thinking like me and my life. Huh. You know what I mean? Like, and like growing up and like what really, what was I really listening to and what really hit me hard? Oh, oh, bro. I probably have to say DMX too back then. You know what I yeah. mean? Like shortly after that, by the time I got out of high school, like that was no more. You know right. what I mean? But, <laughs> but back then, yeah, he was, bro. Him, him and Jay-Z battling was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. The next best thing to, to Big L and Jay-Z on the radio, you know hell, what I'm saying? Yeah, hell yeah. I remember that. That shit. was that was fucking ridiculous, fam. Like, it was, so, like, you make me, so, like, if, if I thought about, you know what I'm saying, me impactful in, time, in terms of what I was listening to growing up, nigga, like, the first name that would come in there, bro, is Master P, dog. When I tell you I grew up on that No Limit shit, bro. <laughs> you right. You right, bro. I did, too. I like, did, too. I can't lie. Nigga. I had all them fucking CDs, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Every month. You right. <laughs> you right. 
All of all them. them. The art, the art was fucking horrible. I had yeah, that, with that, that, that pix, pen and pixel. <laughs> all them niggas, bro. I can't even remember half the niggas' names now, dog. Whoever came out on No Limit, I needed that shit. Nigga, nigga, yeah. I still. You're right, you right, bro. I still, Mr. bro. Mr. Ice Cream Man was is yeah, that's, on, that's that battle time, dog. For mm -hmm. sure, mm -hmm. for sure. And like, you know, so, and then like, I'm from Chicago, so like, it will be twisting there, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm. It's crazy because like growing up in Chicago, I I was not like, it was all gangster rap, nigga, the harder the better, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't even aware of shit like Wu-Tang and they whole, you know, fucking grave diggers and sons of man, I, I wasn't even there, you know what I mean? I didn't discover that shit till I moved to Florida. Wow. Nigga, that shit was... It was like the reverse for us. Really? It's weird, man. Like, especially in Port Huron, where I grew up, Detroit mm -hmm. is not like this. Detroit, you know, heavy on heavy on um, Slum Village and Jay Dilla and, mm -hmm. and, and, and you know what I mean? Like, when you talking like real gritty hip hop in Detroit, but for some weird reason in Port Huron, where I grew up, man, we was so heavy on fucking New York shit, it was ridiculous. Really? We was wearing we was wearing our our, our pants backwards like crisscross. <laughs> I remember like early two thousands, we was still saying "sun" and and oh and, shit, like wearing New York fitteds that was too big and one pant leg rolled up and oh, shit oh bro i'm bro, so swear to god like poo boo jerseys and yes, oh. willie esco and man bro <laughs> I, like i don't know i don't know what it is but we just like latched on to that shit like like hard hard like to, to the point where people from detroit will come to Port here i'm like y'all niggas think y'all from new york or something <laughs> like we didn't say what up though we didn't we don't talk like wow people think i'm from new york wherever i go yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like that's just yeah. how we grew up. I like, thought we just love Wu Tang and we love New York. We love East Coast shit to the fucking death. How so? How far is Port Huron from from Detroit? It's only about an hour. Really, it's that close. Yeah, Port Huron is like like if you come in, if you want coming on ninety four. Mm -hmm. uh, Port Huron is at the end of '94. If if you going uh if you going east, okay. So that's where '94 ends, and then like you would go over to the bridge to Canada from there. Oh wow! So it's, okay. it's only an hour from Detroit. Wow, but like another world, at least musically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like it's just a little Port Huron is such a little small town, a little border town. Mm -hmm. But as far as taste and what we was into, fashion and music wise. It's way different from Detroit for some reason. I don't know why. Probably just because we just like a little town that got our own little identity, I guess. We yeah. just want to be different. Yeah. You ain't want to yeah. be to that. I, I, I get that. Like, I, I like of course, I experienced, I experienced it reverse because I was from Chicago. And I would get it from like the surrounding areas. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they wanted to be Chicago from Chicago, but then they wanted the respect, you know what I'm saying, of what they was on, you know what I mean? So, that's used to always work. I remember listening to Chicago hip hop a lot too, though. Yeah. Do or die and a, and a lot of, a lot of common, yeah. a lot of do or die, a lot of twister. Yeah. Heavy. Heavy, you know Heavy. what I'm saying? Bone Thugs and Harmony, I think, even during that time. Like, you right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. See? 
everywhere. I kind of I kind of graze over Bone Thugs like I graze over Black Thought for some reason, and they a whole five person. Come on, group. come on now. <laughs> I mean, he had a super run. You know what I'm saying? Like crazy, like crazy run. Like I seen they wanted to do a versus with Wu Tang, and I was almost like, <laughs> that would be. Wu Tang, I think, would still win, but that you that can. would be. But it's closer than people think. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah people think they'll get slaughtered and everything. I don't know, not so much. They got yeah. a lot of joints. Man, man. I mean, and was I think really groundbreaking in videos. Like I had never seen those kind of cinematics on music videos before. Like you that Crossroads that? video. Yeah, I remember oh, that was crazy. Crazy. I'll never forget it. <laughs> I'll never forget it, dog. I think right. they blew their whole budget. That's what they did. It was like, <laughs> they, was, they was downhill after that. <laughs> they spent the rest that they had on that just to, just to leave their legacy behind, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they killed that shit. So All respect to them, though. They classic. Oh, classic, classic. They definitely, um, the only group I have over them in terms of favorite groups is uh, Outkast. Well, 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 I'm lying. Outkast, Wu-Tang, and then Bone. If I'm honest. I listen to, we listen to Dipset a lot, too. What? Bro, listen to me. A I lot. Dipset, dude, I hate Dipset. Like, I hate Man, we, listen, we, we, we used to listen to, to Cameron, like, religiously at one point. Really? Some point, at some point in high school, I can't remember what, what grade it was, but we was listening to, to Cameron a lot. Motherfuckers was wearing bandana, bandanas like Joelle's. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we used to listen to J.R. Ryder, heavy as hell. That's why oh, I was happy yeah. when he had a new joint with uh with Royce. Yeah. J.R. Ryder, I always fucked with him, man. Yeah. He was always nice. dope. Yeah, super nice. Yeah, we always fucked with Dipset, man. It's yeah, good no, to I, see them coming back right now. Yeah. I no, I love the energy. You know what I'm saying? I was always a fan. Well, as much as like once I got into Cameron, um, I was I wasn't a fan of Dipset Cameron. I was a fan of, you know, Confessions of Fire Cameron. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but I mean, I was I was doing the dipset thing like everybody else. It's just when I look back on it, it's like ah oh, man, them niggas was them niggas was just okay. <laughs> I feel the same way about it, man. Like it's kind of like I, you know what I mean. Like you just know it was that point in time in your life where that shit was just it was just it was what it was. It was like fucking long tees from Foot Locker, man. The shit. Oh, was just <laughs> Don't even say it out loud. This shit was just dope. This shit was just dope to do, man. It was just, you know what I'm saying? Wasn't no excuse for it. It just was what it was. <laughs> right. <laughs> no guarantees, bro. And I'm short, bro. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, bro, I did it, man. I did it, bro. I used to try to have a 40-inch fucking necklace like, like Prodigy and shit. Yeah, yo. I did all that shit, man. <laughs> We used to listen to Nelly, Nelly Harder shit too. I fucked with Nelly. I fucked with the. We, the we listen to Nelly a lot. Yeah. We listen to Nelly a lot for sure. For sure. Black, um, sorry, uh, I'm tripping. Black stars is Talib, Talib Kweli and um, most stuff, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, we used to love Black Star. You know what I used to really fuck with? Huh. And I, I had a. I actually got um, Wordsworth on one of my albums back in the day, but Word. the Lyricist Lounge and the Rocket Sound Bombing series and shit, oh. them shits was fucking fire. Come on, come on, bro. 
Them shits was fire. Punchlines and Wordsworth and all Hell that. Hell yeah. Gene Gray. I really enjoyed that. That was my first time being like, oh, oh, this is hip hop is like, you know, the improv and freestyling and cutting yeah. and all that. Like, that's when I really started to want to go dig for records and shit like that. Uh -huh. Yeah, because yeah, I heard you mention on, on one of your joints. So you make a lot like your own beats? Because you were saying that's yeah. on the pads. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I made right. like, can't remember how many I made on a definition, no, damn near half of it, if not half of it. Uh. The next joint I got dropping in January on the 29th, it's called Making Waves. I did like five on there too. Word. You know? Yeah, most times when I do an LP, I'll at least do a few beats on it, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes, like I got a lot of projects coming this year that's just produced fully by one producer. I like doing that too though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like that makes for a nice easy workflow. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I, like I get like when I get tired of that, I hop in my bag and, and cook up some shit and then call on, you know, everybody got their circle of, of producers <laughs> that they call on, like hey, like, yeah. like like you know say when it's time to form Voltron. Right. You know what I mean? Send the packs in. Send the <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, you uh, what was I gonna say? Um, damn, I lost my train of thought. But um, another thing I wanted to ask was why the why the multiple projects in the year? Like I seen you had you had released the definition of the, like it's a full album, a full body of work in like June, and then right behind that came the chess pieces situation. Like you know what I'm saying? What's the What's the point in, in, in dropping so much content? You know what I'm saying? Oh man, I was actually light kind of. Really? Like, I'm trying to just, cause I didn't, I put out, out of this uh, joint Out of Sight, Out of Mind in 2015. And then I put out Out of Sight, Out of Mind 2 in 2016. Mm -hmm. And then I hadn't put, I hadn't put nothing, uh, nothing out. Okay. No, sorry. I think I put out a joint in 2018 maybe. Yeah, I think so. A little EP, fixation. But um, I hadn't put nothing out in a few years. Yeah. So like, I was kind of like, I was just like eager to record. And then I had like had a lot of joints that I was working on. But then I just kind of went in this and uh, went back to the drawing board and made everything new. But I was definitely making up for lost time. I mean, to be honest, this year, like I'm dropping this one in January, making waves. And then um, I got this EP, Nostalgia, that's pretty much done that I'm probably gonna drop like right after in like February or March. And then I got, bro, I got like six projects I'm dropping this year. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I got this joint produced by my man, Hobgoblin. Like, he, he, he produced that whole joint. Shout out to Hobgoblin. Word. I got Nicholas Craven producing a lot more joints. Like on, on my next joint and, and on this EP, I got some some shit with Drugs Beats. Okay. Um, SD Knack feature on the next EP. Ty Ferris on the next EP. Uh, sorry, the next the next LP. Yeah. In January, I'm just working with a lot of cats and just and just getting a lot of work done, man. Like a lot of like I think four four out of the six joints is like producer projects though, where like they produced by the same cat. Okay. Like I got this joint coming with my man, Najee Jordan. He's actually from Chicago. Word. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. Oh, shout you know out to him. Him and the home team. But um, 
just trying to like, just trying to work, bro. It's just, it's fun right now. You know what yeah. I mean? While it's fun, like, I just, I just want to get it in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. I, I would never do no 12 for 12 thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's anything more than six. I think that's, I think six is my limit. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, uh, yeah, nigga. It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard to do it, but really, nah, not too much, because I've been working on them since like last year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these these six projects that I'm putting out this year, like I've been working since since like I put out the definition. You know what I mean? Like, okay, okay, or or like the top of the top of last year. You know what I'm saying? Some of these joints I might have been working on for a year by now. Gotcha. You know? You know what I mean? It's like crazy. I um I so I, I did in twenty nineteen I put out four. That was the that was the most I've ever put out. And <laughs> I ain't put out shit since. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like a dunk kind of. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't mean it as negative as it sounds, but it was just like you say you have a ton of shit. I just want to get it off, you know what I'm saying? But then ever since, it's been like I've been slow cooking, you know what I mean? It, I guess it just, you know, that's just how it happened. You know what I'm saying? But um, you, can, also, you can stretch that, though. You can stretch that for a long time. Four projects is a lot to stretch. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was saying. Like, when you said six, I'm like, damn. Because I remember, I remember, like, the, the fucking, like, by the end of it, I was like, nigga, this was a task. So to hear six is like, damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? I only, I only don't feel overwhelmed because, like, out of the six projects, I literally only probably got maybe six to ten songs that I gotta finish up. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. everything else is recorded. Like, yeah, I might have to write a verse here and get this feature there. And Shady, I'm, I'm not even gonna hold you up too much longer, man. I ain't even made you take up all of this this amount of your time, but it's been a you dope combo. It's a dope combo. But what um, up? what I want to end with is uh, so me and me and my homie like Mark Sox, man, we've been like. I've been rocking doing music with, with the homie for like 20 years now, probably maybe a little bit longer. So we've been doing it as young men, you know what I'm saying? And he actually got this series that he do called The 40-Year-Old Rapper. And it's like... Yeah, I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Word, dope. I fuck with him for sure, yeah. I, I, think, I, I think I sent him a joint or something, like a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah, no doubt. That's what's up. Um, but yeah, like... Like it, like 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 he's been on this thing about making um, growth cool, and it seemed like like in, in American society and definitely in hip hop we champion the youth, and I don't really have a problem with that. But like to keep rocking, you know what I'm saying? It's always interesting when I come across cats like yourself, you know what I'm saying? Who ha who have that same mindset of, you know what I'm saying? Like you you don't seem bothered by your age, you ain't bothered by not being 20 out here with these, you know what I'm saying? Like. You uh, comfortable in your space and your expression, and you still rocking though. You know what I mean? So, yeah. talk, speak to that a little bit for me. I mean, bro, like, I mean, everybody say this a lot, right? Like, people don't look at rock like that, jazz like that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can just do it till whenever, and nobody even feels weird at no certain point. Huh. And then, plus, like, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of legends right now that's in their mid-40s and beyond that's rhyming way nicer than, I mean, how old is Planet Asia? Oh, bro. Nigga is fucking retarded nice, dog. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I think 38 special is my age. Like, 
Yeah, like, that shit motivates crazy. me. You know what I'm saying? There, there's yeah. a lot of cats right now that's like popping and doing what I want. Like, look at the whole Griselda. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, this is like probably the only time in life, and I hope, you know, it's only going to be better where should nobody be feeling no way about no age because it's probably more successful people upper in age than, than not. And you're right, yo. You know what I mean? That's like, I honestly think that, bro. Like, yeah. I would challenge somebody to do the numbers. Like, huh. maybe, maybe there's a lot of famous, like, young people that I'm not aware of, but as far as hip-hop, I think it's more people that's upper in age as far as MCs and lyricists and shit like that. Like, right, right. They take the not. art in the, in the craft series, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 I fully agree with that. I don't feel no way about that, though, man. Like, this, this, this is hip hop, bro. This shit go on for forever, man. Like, Word. ain't no age limit to none of this shit, bro. Never. Right. As long as you got something to say, shit, rock that shit out there, huh? Niggas only gonna get nicer, bro. Like, look at Rakim. <laughs> Rakim came out with an album tomorrow. Everybody want to hear. Bro, cause he crazy. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, you when right. you nice, when you nice, you nice, dog. Yeah. Like, don't even, you know. It's just like Jay-Z, he got Bosky out here and shit right now. This nigga come out with an album tomorrow and everybody gonna wanna hear that shit. <laughs> That's a fact. This nigga go platinum tomorrow. Bosky out here and everything, wrinkles <laughs> and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? That nigga Jay-Z though, like, that right, nigga right. nice. Like, it don't matter. You can't take, you can't take a, nigga, a, a nigga niceness, you know, and who he is away from, age or not. At all. You no? Know? Word. Shit, that's what it is yeah. then, man. Man, Substance A10, man, I appreciate your time, bro, your energy. Definitely, um, shit, like, let's, let's keep in touch. Let's build. As you got your shits coming out, I love to have you back on the joint. We can talk about, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and kind of butt, like bust down some bars, really dig into your music. That's the kind of shit I like to do, you know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to that with you, bro. Absolutely, bro. I appreciate your time as well, man. Thanks for having me on, y'all. Absolutely. I'm going to keep connecting for sure. For sure, for sure. Anything you want to plug before you get up out of here? I mean, um, the Making Waves is dropping January 29th. It's going to be on all streaming platforms. Uh, we're going to have some, some cassettes and um, some vinyl CDs, some special vinyl CDs dropping on my website, substance810.com. Um, single, the first single dropping on the 15th. That's called Fortified. Okay. Uh, that's off the same album. And, um, Man, I'm kind of like, I almost want to drop this news about, I'm I'm going I'm to be general with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I got a couple special, uh, some special vinyl releases coming. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just say it's like an international release. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a couple special thing happening with some vinyl releases for, from a couple of my albums. For sure. Like, in the real, in the real near future. You know what I'm saying? So that's some stuff to look out for. For sure. That's what's up. Definitely going to check that out. Word, word. No yeah. doubt. I, I fucks with the music, bro. I fuck with you more as a man after the conversation, dog. You know what I'm saying? Again, I appreciate your time, man. You stay up, and I'm going to keep in touch. We're going to talk soon. All right. Much love, bro. Salute. You as well, family. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. All right, people. So that's the... Interview with the homie Substance A10. I apologize for the technical difficulties. Um, I think that was my internet, so that's my fault. I made sure to tighten that up. Um, tighten it up for the, for the next episode. <clears throat> um, it, it was a little more janky than I wanted it to be. Um, 
and probably at a point I might have even just scrapped it, except for I think me and homie had a really dope conversation, really interesting conversation. Um, it, it, it was crazy. A lot of the things that he that he he spoke on in terms of his perspective that I really fucked with. And it's always interesting, right, to like have a conversation with a person that you don't know, never met before a day in your life, <laughs> right? Um, and yet to find out that you have, you know what I'm saying, almost identical perspectives um, on things, even, even in the way you express it and, and all that, you know what I'm saying? So it's always dope to come across kindred spirits, I guess is the point that I'm making. So in any event, man, I really appreciate y'all rocking this long. I didn't even intend for it to be this long, but again, homie was just such a dope soul. So again, man, salute to, to Substance A10. Um, he definitely going to be a friend of the show. Uh, y'all, please go check his shit out. Follow his shit. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you subscribe to that band camp for that feeling first, though. <laughs> but um, again, man, I appreciate you all. Y'all stay safe. Stay away from uh, government buildings because they shoot niggas and they let white people live. Um, there you have it, man. Fuck you on me. Peace. Oh, 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 oh